Hello everyone, I'm Giuseppe Neve from DualShockers.com and I'm your host for this third episode of our webcast. As usual, with me is our charming co-host, Emily Ops. Hello, I didn't think we would get to three episodes, here we are. <laughs> was it really like the prospect was really so bad? No, I just didn't think people would like it, but they love us. At least that's my headcanon. Okay, alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> For those who haven't checked out the first two episodes, uh, you really should listen to them, you know. Uh, this new podcast is about uh, an hour of us talking about Japanese games, some anime, Japanese geek culture, and a bit of Japan in general, because we love Japan. So, yeah, we're weebs. So, today, uh, our main theme is going to be the much-discussed Final Fantasy VII Remake. But before we do, we go in there, uh, what do you play this week, uh, Emily? Well, let's see. What games have I played this week? I played the Monster Hunter World, the new monster that came out, the Kulve Taroth, I think is how you pronounce it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. The gold one. The gold Kulvetar, raid monster. Yes. Yeah. Um, I played that. I don't really like it that much. I like the design of it. I like the El Dorado caves. Mm -hmm. um, but I just never got enough people to actually have that like 16-player experience that they were touting and like... It just, it was a lot of things that I didn't like in terms of the end game of Monster Hunter World, where you go out and you collect the footprints for the tempered monsters, and it really pulls back some of the momentum, so it's not, it's not my favorite edition. I'm glad there's an edition, um, and I really hope that we see a big update in terms of Monster Hunter World for just a bunch of monsters, because that's... I feel like that's the only way they're going to keep it fresh. I mean, they have the events, and the events are great, but if you're just hunting the same monsters over and over again, I mean... Well, I think that they are... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. Well, I think they actually are are adding monsters at the pace they can add monsters, because they, they are pretty complex, so I think each I monster understand that, take, yeah. takes time to implement, so... Uh, they have been. They, this is actually the second monster in like uh, a month, I think, because like uh, Devil Joe was like a month ago, something like that, right? Yeah, but Devil Joe they had ready for the demo, I think. Uh, so they had the skeleton in place at least. Well, yeah, but so. I, I believe they are like. Uh, I don't think they are like doing a big expansion as much as like pushing out each monster when it's ready. That's what my impression is. That's Maybe my impression, wrong. too. It's just I worry a lot that they're going to lose a, strong, a large amount of their player base, so there's not going to be anyone to, like, play these, you know? And I and I really don't want that to happen because I really like Monster Hunter World. I really like the Monster Hunter series. I'm really glad to see it getting this graphical update, this quality of life update. It's a great game. It's just the end game slows down a lot. Um, especially with the tempered monsters, with the having to go out and get a random uh, chance of finding a specific monster and getting mm -hmm. the tracks and getting the quest. It's just, it's just random on top of random on top of random. So I don't really like that part, but um, it's, it's a good game. And I, I will definitely keep going back every time they add new monsters and playing. And I'm, I'm going to try and play as much as I can because I, I really do love it. Uh, it's a great game. Mm -hmm. Um Otherwise, I started, and I haven't gotten too deep into either of these games, but I started Yakuza 6 mm -hmm. and Evil Within 2. 
which is kind of an older game, but I had it on my shelf for a while and uh-huh. never got around to playing it. Which is a Japanese so. game. Many don't know that it's that it yeah, I know. It's a Japanese game because yeah, it doesn't really have much of a Japanese aesthetic in many ways. But yeah, it is a Japanese mm-hmm. game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, going back to Evil Within 2, I really like Evil Within 2. And I say that because I wasn't a huge fan of Evil Within 1. Um, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. I was just kind of eh, disappointed, not really interested. But I, I really like uh, some of the improvements they made to gameplay. Mm-hmm. It's, it feels a lot tighter. It feels a lot faster. Um, I really like how they're characterizing Sebastian a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um when he just yells at people and just like when you know when I, when you're watching a movie and you're like stop talking to the guy just like shoot him or just talk it out or something he just goes and shoots people and I'm I'm that's great mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, what about Yakuza, Yakuza Six? Yakuza Six is really really good. Um, it, you know you can tell there's certain aspects because it came out right before Yakuza Zero technically in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can tell there's... Um, no, it actually came out after Yakuza 0, you know? Oh, right, came out after. But they were close, but it came out after, okay. Um, it's a little jankier than Yakuza 0, because Yakuza 0 had some really solid design choices. But um, so far, what I've seen of it, I'm really enjoying. I'm really liking uh, Kiryu's story. I like Haruto. Um, and... I'm going to keep playing that. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I'm actually waiting to get back to school to play more of it so that That's I can cool. show my roommates because they love um, they love to see all the crazy, wacky stuff that goes on in the Yakuza series. <laughs> but, okay. uh, yeah. So. Anything else? Uh, nope. What, did, what have you played so that you uh, don't forget? Well, I've been... Thank you. <laughs> I've been playing... Uh, well, not Japanese game, but I've been playing uh, quite a lot of God of War because... After review, I, I, I kept playing it because it's just too good. Uh, but uh, beyond that, I've been playing another game for review, which is not Japanese as well. It's Battletech. But, you know, uh, Battletech, there is a little bit of a story because there is a bit of Japan in Battletech. There's Battletech a bit. is a, from a tabletop war game uh, from the 90s, uh, from Phaser Corporation, which I actually used to play when I was a kid, when I was much younger. And uh, uh, if you're familiar with the MacWarrior franchise, it's the same franchise, it's the same IP. Uh, just MacWarrior used to be the role-playing game, and Battletech used to be the tabletop war game with miniatures. So the, the, but Battletech basically is a strategy war game, but the thing is that when they made Battletech, IP lows were a little bit, Junkier than they are now. <laughs> so basically, they took a bunch of designs of of, uh, of robots from Macros, and they just put them into BattleTech. And then there was like this big lawsuit with Harmony Gold and stuff, and they they had to change all the all the all the Mecha designs because, of course, they they couldn't use like other other IPs Mechas without permission, right? <laughs> Yeah. So there is a tiny bit of Japan. It has been removed via lawsuit, but still. Um, then I've been playing, I've been going on to my, like, fourth playthrough of Marvel Alternative, and I'm going <laughs> to the really, really hard part, and I've been crying like a, like an idiot for, for a long time. That's uh, good. I've been playing a usual bunch of mobile game, Marvel of, uh, 
alternative strike frontier i've been playing the some more grand blue fantasy there was the um the detective conan event in it and uh by the way like you guys our listener don't you can can like can't you wait for the first review by our Emily? Because when she says what game she's playing, like, like her description is so good. I just can't wait to see her first review. Aww, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what like horrible, horrible game you're going to have me play <laughs> as my first I, review. That, that will be a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I haven't done much in, to, in terms of Japanese games this week because I was really like... Uh, I, I I was really uh, busy with reviews, and I actually have to write a preview for tomorrow morning. So when you see this, but when you listen to this podcast, we're already out. But it's still not a Japanese game. It's a very like relevant Western French game that you probably know about for PS4. Oh, so well, no spoilers. I can't, I can't <laughs> oh, say no. it. Well, I I actually could because. When this comes out, the embargo will be already out. I forgot that I'm not live. So, yeah, it's it's Detroit Become Human. So, yeah, oh, I can't God. say it because the, the embargo is tomorrow afternoon before this podcast comes out. So, yeah. Um, and I like it a lot. That's that's all I'll say. If you want to know more, go see my preview. Go read our interview with the story with the writer of the game and uh, you see what I, what I mean. Uh, other than that, I'm done with games. What about anime? Uh, anime. I have had an interesting what, week. What, so what, what? 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 What do you say? Anime. What? 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 Anime. It's anime. Anime. Stop anime. Stop anime. being so American. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I've had a pretty interesting week for anime. Um, Tokyo Ghoul Re continues, so I'm not going to harp on that. That's still going on. I'm not super no happy, anyway. but yeah, but um. It's good, kind of. <laughs> uh, I watched the first episode of Steins Gate Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, How is it? It's good. It's really good. Um, it's it's doing a really good job kind of characterizing the PTSD that uh, Kyoma has from going back and forth Kiyoma? between timelines. Are you using your Chunibyu gate name? Hohin Kyoma. Yes. <laughs> now nah, he does. He does in the first few episodes call himself uh, by his actual, legit, I don't know, Christian name. <laughs> um, he's but, Japanese. Uh, he's not Christian. I know. I just like saying that. Um, but it's it's good so far. It takes place on the beta timeline, and the first episode shows us uh, Amadeus, which is interesting. I think I'm gonna wait. Till all the episodes come out and binge watch them because that's a series that I would prefer to binge watch just gotcha. because of how hard it is to keep up with it when you, you have to wait a week in between. Um, and then I watched a bunch of DC animated movies in anticipation for Marvel's Infinity War. <laughs> um, DC really in anticipation of Marvel? Yes. Uh, really, it was just because I want to because the DC animated movies are actually really good. Um, as opposed to, uh, actually, yes, one of them ah. was. So I watched three. I watched Justice League Dark. I watched uh, Batman Under the Red Hood. Those are both um, Western uh, Under the Red Hood. If you're a DC fan, um, I would definitely, definitely recommend. It's got a really stellar voice acting cast, and it's a really good movie. But 
getting on to the Japanese stuff, the other thing that I watched was Batman Gotham Knight, which was actually, um, it was a partnership between uh, DC and Warner Brothers and a couple of Japanese animation studios. And they made like six anthology, um, like short video series and put them together in a movie. And they had people from Madhouse, B-Train, Production IC, IG, blah, 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 um, and Studio 4C. And they made uh, six different stories with six different animation styles. And it had classic Batman voice. Um, and it was interesting. Uh, not all of them were great, but a lot of them were interesting and really neat, and it's kind of cool to see. I think Marvel did something with some Japanese animation studios and made, like, Marvel animes for a few things way back. But um, this is a fairly older thing, but it was it was neat uh, and some really interesting animation. And there was one <laughs> there was one story where Bruce Wayne looked like looked like y- Light Yagami from Death Note but had, like, Bruce Wayne voice, and it was really jarring. (laughs) And so I just spent the entire uh, section of that movie just staring at Light Yagami Batman, and it was very, very jarring. Uh, That's me. That's it for me in terms of anime and movies and stuff. So (laughs) on to you. Okay, no comment about that. Uh, So, speaking of Batman, though, in two days, Batman Ninja is coming out. That's yeah. Japanese? So it I'm is. actually pretty excited for that one. Uh, I really don't know anything about it besides the fact that it looks really cool because I just saw the trailers. Uh, so I'm actually pretty excited for that. The animated team at DC does some really awesome stuff, and it's a shame because the live-action movies don't do as much. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it, it should be interesting to see that. I'm definitely going to watch it. Well, I say Japanese, but it's kind of American-Japanese co-production with, like, a Japanese yeah. direct short direction and American production. We'll see how it is, though. I'm anchor. Yes. Yeah. Um, about uh, After that, I saw, uh, besides the usual that I've seen, like, already the first episode, I talked about it in the previous episode, I've seen, like, uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes, Persona 5, uh, uh, full metal, uh, full metal panic, uh, invisible victory, uh, and the other ones that I mentioned before. There are actually a new one that, that it's, that I checked out, and that's, uh, Golden Kamui. That's actually pretty interesting. It's set in, uh, Hokkaido, uh, like with a, uh, Ainu, prota- like one of the crew protagonist is Ainu. Oh, really? So it's, it's, it's like really interesting. I just seen the first episode, but the first episode were real interesting. So I, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to see more of that. Then I, I, What's it I watched Golden Camoy. Golden Camoy. Uh, it's okay. like an historical drama. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, then I've seen the first episode of Soten, the new series Soten no Ken, which is basically a new reimagination of uh, Okuto no Ken. And I dropped it immediately because it, it doesn't really compare with the original. So I don't really care. Uh, I've seen the Caligula series, the first two episodes. That's from. I a, saw it, yeah. Yeah, from a video game, from, from a RPG by um, Furio. And uh, that's uh, pretty interesting so far. Um, pretty crazy, but if you play the game, you know it's crazy. Uh, it's kind of persona, by, not by Atlas, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's interesting so far. 
uh, and uh, the game is actually coming out for PS4 now. Uh, before it was only for PS Vita. Uh, so we'll actually see if uh, like it came out only for PS Vita, also in the West. Uh, I, I'm actually wondering if the PS4 version comes out in the West because I I play it very happily. And then I've seen another interesting one, which is uh, uh, Wotaku Nikoi uh, Wa Muzukashi, uh, which basically means lo- love is difficult for an otaku. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is super cute so far. Uh, oh. Basically, it's, uh, it's, it's another of those like romantic slash uh, comedy slash heartwarming stories. Basically, it's like a Fujoshi, so like a female otaku. Yeah, I know, I'm simplifying. Uh, it's um, basically falls in love with a with a male game otaku. And uh, oh. uh, there is this scene that I need to, to talk about it because it's so cute. Uh, because she's very, <laughs> she's very like, she's very... Uh, self-conscious about being a Fujoshi in Otaku. So she tries to hide it at work and she always tries to hide it from her boyfriends and she ends up breaking up with them. Uh, so basically they, they, they've been friends since like childhood and they have this, um, they have this moment in the anime. So spoiler alert. If you don't want to listen to, to this, just skip by five minutes, two minutes or something like that. So uh, basically there is this scene in which uh, they play Monster Hunter on the Switch <laughs> in an isakaya <laughs> in great. a Japanese pub. Uh, probably. Is it like actually Monster Hunter? Well, it looks like Monster Hunter XX. It, it's kind of oh, changed, God. but you know, it, yeah. it, 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 it double cross, whatever, however you want to call Neat. it. But uh, they play Monster Hunter and he's helping their farm uh, uh, materials, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get out of the izakaya half drunk and uh, and and she's like complaining about their boyfriends and he's like uh, i uh, wh- why not me I-, I would help you farm as much as you want you will be able to share your passions with me without having to hide and all that and Aww. and that in the end like uh, after this really cool speech that I'm not imitating as well as he does it uh they actually get together so it's it's really cute um and spoiler, so you can you can restart listening. Just un- un- unplug your ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and by the way, funny thing: this is not a spoiler. This that scene with the switch in the original uh, uh, manga, it was a PSP. Oh, really? Yeah, but they changed it because the PSP is not cool in, anymore. In, uh, not cool manga, anymore. <laughs> yeah. The manga was like uh, was like from 2014. So uh, uh, the PSP. Well, it was already PS Vita era, but then, but the manga actually had a P- at PSP because PS Vita did not have Monster Hunter. <laughs> so yeah, they had to use a PSP back then. Uh, but the funny thing is that like this PS with this scene with the. Like they they change it to like, to Nintendo even if Nintendo doesn't have the latest Monster Hunter. <laughs> it's kind of funny as well because like like the PSP was super popular among women in Japan, mm-hmm. and this is a, show, a Jose uh, manga so for for women uh, for adult uh, young and adult women. Uh, so it actually the switch is not yet very widespread with them because it doesn't have many like. Um, Otome games yet. Like Otome games, mm-hmm. normally they're almost all of them are uh, on uh, P- were on PSP and then on PS Vita. So it'd be interesting. It's like this, is like foreshadowing, and we'll see like a boom of uh, Otome games on the Switch sooner or later. 
But also, it's it's a it's a it's an indication that the Switch is getting popular in Japan because, you know, when it starts to be prominently featured in anime, it's anime yeah. are mirror of, of Japanese society. So in the end, uh, it's very interesting. But funnily, <laughs> another funny thing is that actually, like, yeah, the PSP is obsolete. But I was in Japan for a month, and on the train, I've seen three PSPs. I haven't seen a single Switch. <laughs> oh my god. PSP never disappoints. It's always mine. there. I mean, it had some good games on it. Yeah, PSP is, is like I actually bought a PSP game when I was in Japan. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I bought a physical copy of Akira Chronicles Three because I didn't uh, have a physical one. I just had a digital, and I saw it for like four dollars at the used oh, that's, store. Yeah. So I just grabbed it. I was like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it for my anime as well. So we can move on to our main topic, which is Seven. Yes. So basically, what Remake. happened? What happened in this week with Final Fantasy VII? Uh, yesterday, I came out, uh, I, I was checking out my Japanese news, and it was this uh, Japanese blog called Game Kana that was like um, reporting about a, a career opportunity ad talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. And it was actually pretty interesting because it was uh, very uh, detailed. Uh, it included some interesting detailed information about what hap- what's happening with the game and uh, they, first of all it says it's a full production so that's that's something uh, so the rumors that it was like in pre-production yet or whatever are not true it's in pre- full production uh, full scale development actually uh, and they actually don't want to just remake the final fan- the old final fantasy game but they want to exceed it they basically they don't want just to copy what was done but they want to create something partly at least new so uh let's start with this part what do you think about this i can definitely respect that um i'm glad that they're seeing that kind of the scope and the scale of the project and seeing that they have a lot to work with and that it's it's a big franchise but also that they want to kind of bring something new to the table because the original final fantasy 7 came out and then it had like 50 spin-offs <laughs> <laughs> and that's got a lot of story to it <laughs> there's a lot of story in those 50 spin-offs um I, so i think there's a lot sorry go ahead oh uh, yeah i think there's a lot of story and a lot of stuff that they can kind of draw from to get uh, this new creation that they want, but still stay true to the original form of the game or the story or what it meant, you know, to people. So yeah, they, they say they want to create a new worldview while protecting concept familiar to players. Finally, yeah. though, at the end of the article, it kind of says exactly the opposite because there is a testimonial with two developers that say that uh, we want to uh, we want to uh, to preserve the worldview that familiar to players uh, while revolutionizing the the familiar concept. So yeah, <laughs> exactly the opposite at the end of the thing. Yeah. Kind of funny, uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. they they want to preserve something and they want to revolutionize something else, right? <laughs> which I'm also very mm-hmm. happy with. Yeah, which I can respect. Sorry. Uh, yeah. You broke up a bit. Sorry, what did you say? Oh, no, keep going. No, you say uh, you I said, respect which I can respect. It, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, me too, actually. And what the thing is that I, I understand the people that would like just the original Final Fantasy VII, like just remade with, with the, with, with the better graphics. But first of all, if they are going to make three games, because it's going to be three games of the size of a game, of course, they have to pull out something new because otherwise, you know, Final Fantasy VII is a long game, but it's not three games long, right? It's mm-hmm, three discs yeah. long, but it's not three games long. And secondly, what's most important is that if I want to play Final Fantasy VII, I play Final Fantasy VII. Like yeah, it's, it's available, available on 34 on. platforms already. Yeah, so, seriously, if you want to play it, you can find it. Yeah, really. I mean, I, 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 if I have to stay with this development team for six years, because I think, well, three, for three to six years, depending how much time there will be between each chapter, I want to see something new. I don't want to just replay what I played before with just new graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh like for me, a, rem- a good remake is uh, the remakes Sega I- are- is doing with um, with Yakuza series, with Yakuza Kiwami oh, yeah. One and Two, and yeah. they are adding a lot to the original Yakuza and to Yakuza Two. So Yakuza Kiwami Two, they already actually played in Japanese, is massively better than the original Yakuza Two, and Yakuza Two is already the best Yakuza that they released before, and it's better for than Yakuza Zero. Let me I'm tell so you that. I'm so excited for Yakuza Two. <laughs> Yeah. Kiwami. <laughs> well, still Yakuza 2, but better. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm actually pretty stoked that they don't just... I mean, Square Enix could literally release a remaster with just slightly upgraded graphics of the game, and they will make money head over heels. Yeah, and this is going to make money head over heels. Yeah, like, but they're putting a lot but more they're work putting, into yeah. it. So mm-hmm. that they are actually doing something bold. Like if you look at the difference with 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 um, Shenmue, Shenmue one and two, it's like they're gonna make a ton of money with it probably, but mm-hmm. it's basically zero effort almost. It's a slight graphical boost. This yeah. is like head to toe, completely new, exactly. Like everything. So yeah, definitely, I can definitely respect that, and I, I'm I'm sad for those that complain about it because it's kind of disrespectful towards developers that are actually making an effort to create a product. And I don't know if it's going to be better than the original. They say they want to exceed the original. Of course, it's good and right to put... It's not a disrespect towards the original. It's just even because the original creators are working on this game. So it's like more setting yourself the highest goals you can to create, to try to make the best thing you can. I think that's the right attitude, right? Mm-hmm, I agree. And to people who might feel a little disappointed at certain points during development when things get announced, um, I mean, I was kind of disappointed when I heard that it wasn't going to be turn-based. And then I, I gave it a chance and I watched some videos and I saw it was going to be more, you know, Final Fantasy XV, Kingdom Hearts kind of style, very active gameplay, real-time and mm. over time, I was like, "That's fine. That's that. That's fine." Actually, I, you know. th- this ad actually gives information about that too. It says that they want to add action on top of the original turn-based system. So it's basically an addition. So it's not going to be completely action. I don't think it's going to be w- exactly what we saw. Like what we saw was a proof of concept. 
Mm-hmm. So it says literally a new re- Final Fantasy with action elements added to traditional strategy. So I think it's going to be different, something that probably we haven't played yet. It's not Final Fantasy 15 actiony. It's not Kingdom Hearts 3 actiony. But it could be something maybe closer to Dragon Quest 11, which has a little bit of action on top of uh, turns, maybe a little bit more action. I don't know. But they they did say that strategy is still involved. So the turn base in somehow in some way is still there. How we don't know, but it's still there. Um. So yeah, it, how does it make you feel? Huh? How does it make you feel? Say that again. How does that uh, make you feel? <laughs> the the remake as a whole, I'm I'm really excited about it. I know it's gonna it's gonna be a long process both in terms of development and just release because they are releasing it you know episodically or however you want to word it but um i'm excited for it uh i meant more sorry i meant more actually i don't make you feel that there is going to be involvement of turn base somehow well i you know i don't necessarily know how they're gonna you know implement turn based in addition to um the action-y style, I'm very interested to see what they do. Um, they've had a lot of trial and error with certain combat systems over others, so... Personally, I would I, like, it's too I, early I would, to tell. I would be okay if it was an alternative. Like, you could be, you could, you could have it turn-based or action, depending on what you want. Oh, you could switch back. That'd be neat. That yeah. could be possible. Or just, you know, I mean, could be something that Similar to what they did with the Valkyria Chronic Valkyria uh, Revolution, but better, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, that idea oh, what they had with the Valkyria Revolution, the basic idea of mixing strategy and action was not terrible. Is the execution that was really bad. Mm-hmm. But that was like another like like was another thing because they kind of did that in the running. It wasn't really their initial idea. They caved the pressure, so I think that's the reason why it was not very well implemented but we'll see how it is Uh, but yeah another thing that they say is that staff members that work a number of final fantasy games have been joining the team one after the other so it's literally a lot of veterans that as they finish other games are continuing to join this team that's getting bigger and bigger so the day looks like there is going to be a lot of like veteran help on top of new developers. So I actually think it, this is neat that they are pairing together new developers and veterans to do something new on something so storied and so important. Yeah, I agree. I, I find it really reassuring in one way that we have veterans coming onto the team. And so you have new, fresh ideas, but you also have kind of the minds behind some of the classic ideas. And then also because it makes it seem like people want to be a part of this project. People want to come on and help out and and be a part of this. So that means to me that people who are in the development cycle are getting excited about it and, and want to get on board. So I see good things from that kind of announcement. Yeah, me too, actually. I actually always like the idea of putting like new developers, new blood together with... like. Older developers, like this, uh, one of the re- recent game that was really like developed on on this philosophy was Monster Hunter World, and we saw great things from that. So, mm-hmm. 
like Monster Hunter World is literally the uh, the result of this philosophy of many new developers joining Capcom to work on this game or from like still recently hired developer from other games working on it under the direction of veterans and with veteran developers. Because of course the, the Monster Hunter, the old Monster Hunter team was too small to work on something this big by itself. So they got new blood and I hope the same result comes with Final Fantasy VII. I agree. I think, and I think we'll see some pretty interesting things from them coming forward. But yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, interesting. It, it, they also say that uh, um, it's a project that got developers who have been influenced by the original, and it's a result of joining everyone hot, hot passion for the for the original game. And I think, like, if you're passionate for a game and you're the game developer, if you do it respectfully respect with respect for from the original developers with them you can great great results that's that's my yeah. opinion i agree and um, we we saw it with uh, god of war i mean you see all absolutely. of the behind the scenes videos of the development team of santa monica studios and everyone involved and they're just they're so this game was a part of their life for its development cycle, and they're so passionate about it. And and here comes God of War, and it's getting ten on tens all over the place. So you know, not to get everyone too hyped, but I think it's definitely a good thing that it's it has passion behind it as well. Yeah. Um, One other thing that I wanted to address is when is it going to come out? Because I've seen a lot of things. Uh, uh, every time someone uh, Square Enix like publishes a career development ad like this one or other, like people say, oh, it's going to come out in 2022 because they're still hiring people. Well, uh, that's, that's not how it works. Yeah, like, no. Literally, in game development, uh, many companies just hire people even in the last few months of development. Like, I'm not saying that they're in the last few months of development because we don't know. They're not telling us. But uh, like literally, you see... As a very normal practice, even director level developers or lead level developers or all kind of developers, even planners, this is say, oh, they're still they're hiring a planner, so they're still planning these things. I think people get to hang up on the wording. Planner is simply, a, yeah, it's a person that plans things, but planners work as a team. The fact that they are hiring battle planners and level planners does not mean that they don't have. Battle planners and level planners working in that. Planners in Japan are simply people that organize the work. And you need to organize the work at the end of development as at the beginning of development. So, like, they already have level, this, this ad was for battle planner and level planners, and it already had a testimonial from two level planners that are already working on the game. So, they're just adding them to the team. It's not like they're mm -hmm. starting planning these things. So yeah. it does it does not say in any shape or form that this is in a like basic state of development or just into pre-production or whatnot. It just says that they're still making the team bigger. And especially when when you're in the last month of developer, when you're really crunching, you it's actually the moment in which you hire the most. Because you, have, mm -hmm. you need to have as many people as possible on the project. I'm not saying that, again, it's in the last months of development. Personally, I think it's going to come out in 2019 because it's, uh, they have already, they already have Kingdom Hearts 3 this year. So there is no need to rush it. 
But in the end, we mm -hmm. also have to think about something. Yeah, it's been announced three years ago. And so people, oh, they announced it two years early. But remember that they, they were developing the game with CyberConnect2, and they brought the development back into in-house. And while some people say that they rebooted it, I don't think they rebooted it. They, they know where they said they scrapped what they were already done. But of course, there has been some kind of, de of delay. So I think Square Enix actually planned to release this game this year at the beginning. So I think they, they actually started with the idea of releasing in 2018. And then this switch in development made them probably delay it to maybe 2019. So it's not like they announced it too early, but some, sometimes, you know, crap happens in development. Um, unforeseen circumstances happen. So you have to internally delay a game. They never gave it the, well, a, the release date. So the, it's not an actual public delay. I think that the project was internally delayed and for probably for the better. Normally don't, don't do it for sport, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I'm fine with them taking the time that they need um, to get things sorted out because this is a, this is a big project, and they've got Kingdom Hearts three possibly coming out <laughs> eventually, um, and that's gonna you know tide them over for a while. So they got time, and I know people want to see it come out as soon as possible, but. Yeah, but again, I think... if I want to play Final Fantasy VII in the meanwhile, I'll play Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, really, like or any that. of the 50 spinoffs. Yeah, I mean, the, Go I mean watch there is Advent Final Children. Fantasy VII, it exists. Oh <laughs> you can God. play it right now. Go play it Crisis PC, Core, PS4, that was great. PSP yeah. if you want to play Crisis Core. <laughs> yeah, There's so a million. <laughs> you can play it on PS2 if you want to play uh, Dirge of Cerberus. Uh, oh, yeah. Or I pronounce that. Or, you know, there, but if you want to play Final Fantasy VII, the original, you can play it right now on PC, PS4, whatever. There is a million of, of, of possibilities for you to play it. So, okay. yeah, I, I'm not excessively in a hurry. Uh, if I prefer them to do them right, to do it right, like, I understand yeah, that people exactly. are tired of waiting when they announced it, like, but, you know, development there are things that that like take five years from announcement or more so it's not like three years is so much if it comes mm -hmm. out in 2019 it's gonna be four years so it's it's perfectly fine in terms of like average time of development so i'm not, I'm not too, too worried about it i just hope it's good and if it's not we still have the original <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly um I have a question for yeah. you uh, in regards to this whole... Because, I mean, Final Fantasy VII was a game that people were shouting for to get, you know, remade, yeah. remastered, what have you, with upgraded yeah. graphics and all that. And now it's getting that. Yeah. Do you have... Is there a game that you would like to see get this kind of treatment? An older game, perhaps? Uh, I would actually prefer, like, Final Fantasy IV because that's my favorite Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, like, Final Fantasy IV was really the... Like the first final, I, 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 my first Final Fantasy IV was the original Final Fantasy One on, mm -hmm. on, the, on the NES. But Final Fantasy IV was the first that I finished, and was the first that I really, I actually finished the first three, but I finished them after four. Uh, the four, the four, four finished the first Final Fantasy that made me say, "Yes, I really love this series." It was yeah. romantic, it was nice, that great characters, that great adventure, great worldview. It was really my favorite, still my favorite Final Fantasy to date. Uh, but 
there are so many games that I would like to, to, to see remain like this. And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes some, some of them may, may come in the future. But honestly, personally, I've never been so much into, oh, my God, I want this game to be remade. Because mm-hmm. if I want to play to play a game, I just play that game. <laughs> like, a remake is a bonus. Make sense? Mm-hmm. It's something yeah. more that I get and I'm happy. But if I don't get it, I have the original. I can still play the original, and I'm great. I I would love to see the Valkyrie Chronicles two and three remade, uh, or at least remastered. Even just even just a remaster would be great because I think people are especially with three, they're missing a lot of a, a great game there. Two was it a miss. I still like it, even if people give it a lot of shit. But uh, it was let's say among all the Valkyrie Chronicles games was the, was the worst. Even if it was not bad again, and but three is a game that like it's a pity that Western people are not playing. There mm-hmm. is a there is a fan translation, so that's good. But like uh, it would be nice for it to get a remaster and a full actual localization from Sega. I would really be happy. Sega, I would really be happy if that happened. What about you? <laughs> um, I would say I would like to see Morrowind remade elder scrolls um the xbox one x yeah but the older game is it's just it's really i would like to see it remade with uh better graphics and maybe a better uh combat system not necessarily skyrims but just you know there is a skyrim Um, mod does it yeah i saw the it's like it's not japanese what the hell are we talking about i don't know (laughs) okay morrowind okay (laughs) Stop, yeah. no more, something Japanese that would like to be remade. Uh, I would like to see, well, this isn't this isn't a remake, I guess, technically speaking, but I would like to see another Pokemon Stadium or a Pokemon game that encompasses going through all of the different um, regions that I think would be what I like. I got, I got a lot with uh, Digimon, um, the Digimon Cyber Sleuth games that came out and then the Digimon World game that came out that kind of scratched the itch of I wanted some of the older games to be remade. Um, so, you know, in terms of Japanese, I'm really excited with how Yakuza is doing too. Um, definitely. So Really? Pokemon? Pokemon! Really? Hey, first game I ever played. Pokemon Red. Oh my yeah, sorry, I was gagging a little bit before, so if you hear some strange noises, that's that's why. Hold on, let me let me just write up some Legend of Zelda articles, and that'll that'll put them to the coffin. <sighs> well, j- just the fact that you play Pokemon Red and not Blue makes you guilty. But oh, fight me! My brother had Blue, so if I well, had Blue had was red, the only it's... Pokemon he ever played. So, well, we'll fix that it one. Disgusted day. me back then and i never played it before uh, again anymore well i'm sorry you're missing out man no i'm not <laughs> i mean i've seen i've seen pieces and bits and i'm like my god is this like a story oh there's there's parallel worlds now there's a multiverse there's mm-hmm. a pokemon multiverse wow. it's getting yeah. real weird and people are marrying pokemon i heard oh man but yeah um, so back back to Final Fantasy VII, though. So when do you think it's gonna come out? Uh, I, well, are we talking 
when will it be out completely? No, or when one, will... the first one. Or... We have no idea when the when the Yeah, I don't know how long it's gonna take. But um I think twenty nineteen is reasonable. I think twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. I don't think expect it any time this year. Definitely not. This year probably got... not, yeah. I think yeah. twenty nineteen is more is probably more probable than twenty twenty. Because yeah. twenty twenty is gonna be another big year for Square Enix. They're gonna have the the Avengers game probably. So uh, even because like when they said uh, when they they had this um, financial thing that the, they had pre- the president of Square Enix uh, that was talking about the these big blockbuster games they had they that were talking about uh, Kingdom Hearts three Final Fantasy seven remake and the Avengers game and they say that they're going to uh, come out sequentially in the next three years. And and he actually in the Japanese version actually used the word sequentially, so I'm thinking that it's gonna be like Kingdom Hearts 2018, Final Fantasy VII first episode, uh, 20, 2019, and Avengers 2020. So yeah, that's that's my prediction. Maybe I'd be wrong, but that's my prediction. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, the one thing that I would like to address, last thing is. The negativity, like there is some, been some really sitting negativity from some fans about this. People, let them do their job. I mean, they're developers, they're not noobs. They, okay, Square Enix is not perfect, there's many mistakes in its history, but give them a chance. They've been uh, around for a while though. So. Yeah, I mean, that, give them a chance. Uh, let's wait until we see it until before we like start screaming because honestly I've seen some negativity that's really to the point of disrespect towards the developer and there are people mm-hmm. that work so hard like if you uh, just I don't know uh, I know I'm going back to go to war again and that's not Japanese but look watch the video that we have on the side with, with Corey Barlog reading the reviews of the game and see how the guy cries about it because yeah these people that make games are human people. They are they're persons. So they're people that they, they, they have feelings. So uh, think about it when you and in Japan work conditions are not easy. So think about it when you like get home and it's maybe eleven in the in the evening after you've been working on the game until from eight to thirty or nine in the morning in in uh, that big skyscraper in Shinagawa and uh, sorry in um, in Shinjuku that they have at Square Enix I've been there quite a few times uh they actually a very nice office but still uh think about it when they get home and they have to read people that talk to them like they were incompetent that's and I'm not talking just the, the leads I'm talking about from the leads to the uh to the janitor <laughs> no, I mean yeah. to, to the Pretty much everyone that worked to, to any programmer, top or, to bottom, you know, everyone. Yeah. yeah, it's discouraging. I've been I've been working on things myself, and reading the comments makes even honestly, personally, I put a lot of efforts in writing my articles, and when I see some of the seething negativity in the comment, I get discouraged, and I'm just writing articles. Think about if you're actually working in the game. A multi-million dollar game. <laughs> give him a chance. No, really. Give him a chance. If it's bad, then we'll have time to clamor when it's bad. Yeah, we can burn it at the stake if it comes out no, and it's bad. But let's won't. wait no, until we no, get out. No burning. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's, let's give him a chance. So, yeah. I agree, uh, yeah. And I also would like to thank those who reported on days and actually credited Dual Shockers at the source. 
because we were the oh, first yeah. Western side to report about it, and there were a few Western side that actually reported it, citing us at the source, and there were some other side that immediately after they just casually discovered this thing from an obscure Japanese source, and they totally did not take it from the World Shockers. Absolutely not. Eh. <laughs> Okay. Throwing shade. No, I'm just saying. I'm actually I'm actually thankful just to those that, honestly, uh, other sites colleagues that uh, respectfully took the articles from our site, and it's great. And I'm absolutely happy that when other people report my articles, but actually gave us credit. Like it's it's a, it's a small thing, but it goes a long way to make people happy. It does. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. Uh, beyond that, let's move on the news. I think I think we knocked we now top Final Fantasy VII. Unless you have more to say about it. No, I think we we talked it out. Unless you want to get started on, as I said, the fifty different <laughs> spinoffs that they have. I know you have to go cooking. <laughs> yeah. I, you're hungry, huh? On oh, Sunday. Yeah, that's not like a women in the kitchen joke. I do actually have to go cook dinner after this. <laughs> I, I I was not trying to do a women in the kitchen joke. I know. Ah. Um. Anyway, news for the week. So, Monster Hunter World uh, got uh, will get the new Sakura event on my fourth. It's gonna be three quests, and you're gonna let you uh, unlock the Sakura armor, like Sakura from uh, Street Fighter Five. So you can do a Duken, a Duken. <laughs> yep. You're gonna have it. Like you're gonna unlock it. I, I knew you wanted armor. <laughs> no. No. I'm just going to give it plenty of, of burial time so that people can isolate that sound clip and then lay it over things uh, okay. of you doing Hadouken in a very high-pitched female okay. voice. Uh, did you unlock the cool Vitarot armor yet? Yeah, I have. Um, I was talking about it earlier, but... Sorry, eh. It's okay. The armor looks great on girls, though. Oh, yeah, no, the right? armor's really cool. I just wish it had, like, the the bonus that you get for having, you know, a set or pieces from a set. Uh, Devil Joe and Kuve Toroff don't have those, which is unfortunate. I think uh, eventually they'll get them, probably. Gotcha. Yeah, because I, I, I actually haven't played it yet because I haven't had time. I, I was just listening to um, RX on uh, uh, doing the, his usual videos. That he has some great videos on, on Monster Hunter. Uh, mm -hmm. and uh, he was talking about the skills on those armor, and there seemed like some really, really good skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has some good skills. It's just, you know, I wish they had the, the bonus. The set, set bonus, bonus. Yes. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, other for all you waifu lovers out there, uh, oh summer less the the two game the two second and third summer lesson games uh, for PlayStation VR so uh, Chisato Chiyo, uh, Shinjo and uh, uh, what was the the name of the other girl uh, the American girl I forgot uh, are coming in English this summer because it's summer lesson so yeah uh, it's not going to be in the West it's going to be in Southeast Asia but you can simply import it and from the PSN it's going and so yeah it's going to be easy for if you want to uh, and they're English subtitles, and they're actually, I'm, I'm, I always like those games, even if I personally don't have PlayStation VR. I tried the original um, Ikari Miyamoto, and that was like very expressive. It's, it, the scope of the game is very limited, 
but as an experience, short-term experience are really fun. I don't think you have any comment on this. Uh, Alison Snow, I think, was the English ah, oh, girl. Yeah, Alison Snow, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, See, yeah. I do have a comment. Um, <laughs> when are we getting our Yoko Taro DLC for Summer Lesson? Uh, I'd I, I, I buy it. I would buy it. I'd buy PlayStation VR for it. Like, if you give me TV, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> like, you want Yokotaro, I get you to be. Yeah. Okay, I get Deal. I, actually, I want Adam and Eve, and then Who just Yokotaro as a joke. Yeah, you, you can do, like, a, do like ah, a bonus. Okay, all right. So, uh, more news. This Gaia 1 Complete is coming west this fall for PS4 and Switch. So Gaia 1 Complete is basically the remake uh, slash remaster. It's pretty much in the middle of the first This Guy Howard Dar- Darkness. So that's a great game if you have a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. The, did you did you play the first? Did you play This Guy? I did not play the first This Guy, but I have played a couple of the games here yeah, and there. Yeah. And then the one spinoff that they had um, that you was like, like a different series. I forget what it was called. Uh, but but they're long games. <laughs> yeah, they are. Well, they're great games if you like like strategy RPG though. Like, oh yeah, they are definitely. so long. <laughs> the funny thing is that they have a collector's edition coming from the West, and they have a, in, in this in this collector's edition there is a Etna Nopai mousepad, which is basically a flat is a surfboard mousepad because Opai means chest. And no pie, of course, you know, and they can understand what it means. So basically, it's your flat mouse pad <laughs> because you can't expect too much from Etna, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's I found it kind of cute, though. It's kind, of, it's clever. I res- I like that. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. Then this one came out of the blue, completely out of the blue. Uh, SNK to uh, celebrate its 40th anniversary. They are they announced its its own uh, retro console, which with Neo Geo titles. So like uh, Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, uh, um, Samurai Showdown, and Metal Slug, and stuff like that. So that's interesting. I'm actually curious to see what they're gonna do. I actually used to have a Neo Geo, and stuff was so costly in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was but it's like, interesting to see all of these companies doing like the oh, yeah. the retro console thing, you know? Yeah, I, I, my Neo Geo, I had two games for it because I was. Poor. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I had the uh, I what what Samurai Showdown was it? Like I don't remember which one was it. Uh, Samurai Showdown, and then another game that's not very famous, but. Yeah, it was two games, but it was like way too costly. Oh, Word Heroes! It was a Word Heroes. I don't remember which one exactly. Uh, it was so it was it was to to like fighting games. I'm terrible at fighting games, <laughs> but but yeah, I actually hope that Word Heroes is included in this console because I actually kind of like that 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 uh, uh, that thing. I actually I'm trying to remember if it was Word Heroes <laughs> the one I had because. Now my memories are kind of blurry because I may have instead played a lot of that. I, I know I played a lot of that at, on, at the arcade when I was like a kid in mm-hmm. the, uh, like in a sea resort. There, there was like the arcade in with all my friends that we were like playing 
<laughs> all this like argument. <laughs> I, I like wasted so much money. But yeah, I don't remember which one is the second one. Yeah, I think it was word here as well. I'm not sure. I should like just go look into my boxes. Anyway, yeah, I had two games and it was and it was terrible. <laughs> too costly. <laughs> I loved the console. It was awesome, and the, the idea of the CDs back then was like still new and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, which one are you are you more excited for, like the Mega Drive or the or the Neo Geo, whatever it's gonna be called? Honestly, the Neo Geo, because I have a lot more sort of history with SNK than Sega. I think. Really? Are you a fighting games girl? Um, I want to be, but they don't want me to be. <laughs> I <laughs> like fighting games a lot more than they like me. <laughs> um, so. Eh, I'll, I might pick. I might pick it up depending on, you know, what games are on it, what what it has, price point, that sort of thing. But I think it's a really neat uh, idea. And yeah. again, to see all these companies coming out with retro consoles, I think is really cool. Well, finally, I play fi- I, I play fighting games for the story mode, and then I drop them because I, as, as soon as I put I set foot online, I get destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I don't either. But I remember playing like. Somewhere I shut down on, on, on the Neo Geo and, and I was like trying all the characters to find some like some characters that I was decent at and I had to settle <laughs> on Galford because I was the only one that I actually really I was able to play semi decently. <laughs> well it's like you were talking about uh Siegfried uh last Pretty week, much, I think yeah. it was. <laughs> it's the same, like, it's the same for every fighting game. Yeah. Like the only one that I actually got decent at, that I actually knew how to play multiple characters, uh, was a Shiritsu Justice Gakuen. Uh, what's the, what's the English name of that one? Uh, the one by Capcom. It's basically an anime and it's a, um. Say it again for me? Uh, Rival Schools. Ah. That's the Western name. Uh, I, I was so, I would so like to see it. That's the one I want to remake of. I want a remake of Rival Schools. I want a remake. Capcom, please, please, (laughs) please give me a remake of Rival Schools. But with all the, with all the features this time, not that they removed like the whole dating scene part from the, but it was a mix between a fighting and dating scene. (laughs) Yeah. So strange. Uh, But yeah. You could create your character and grow it through the dating scene and then fight. I know. Just get your Rival School. Gotta gotta fight rival high school. Oh man! But yeah, judgmental sometimes. Huh? So judgmental sometimes. Yeah, I am. Uh, Says the man who's definitely not judgmental in any way. I don't judge anyone ever. Ever, never, ever, ever. I've never seen him ever judge anyone. Never. Um, (laughs) New news, more news. Uh, The Yakuza Studio. Or Ryugotogu Studio, how you want to call it, as it's so new IP in the works. Yay. <laughs> I'm interested to see what that'll be. Uh, me too. I will know nothing about it because we did say by Satomi san, uh, Aruki Satomi, the CEO of Sega in a Famitsu interview. And they just say that, they just say that they have a new IP in the works. That's literally all we say. So we have no idea what it is. We don't have no idea if it's a Yakuza style game or something completely different, so we'll just have to wait. <laughs> yeah, because they've got they've got the Yakuza remakes. They have six finished, seven will be in production. Not seven, um, Shin Yakuza. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they have the Fist of the North Star 
Yakuza game, essentially, because it's the same voice actors and the same, like, everything. Um, but, yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting to see, because I, I like what they've been putting out. They, they've been working hard. Speaking of Yakuza, Yakuza, this is just, just out, just when, well, it will be old news tomorrow when you listen to this podcast, I guess, but when we're recording it on, on Sunday evening, this was just fresh news. Yakuza 6 had its biggest launch in the UK, biggest of the Yakuza series ever. Oh, really? Uh, wow. So, yeah, beating Yakuza Kiwami by 300 copies. It's still the biggest. I mean, it's That's 300 copies, but it's yeah. still the biggest. I mean, this means that the Yakuza series is becoming more and more popular with time. Instead of like declining so. in the West, like in, in Japan, it's been kind of declining a bit. In the West, it's becoming more popular, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think Yakuza 0 really helped to stir up a lot yeah. of hype for the games. And, and so that, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I mean, I'm really loving the Kiwami updates, remakes, whatever you want to call them. Um, full remakes. Yeah, they're full remakes. Um, and I'm really, I mean, based off of what you said about Yakuza 2 and then just my own experience with it, I'm really, really excited to see awesome. Yakuza 2 Kiwami. I'm going to miss the Majima Everywhere system. <laughs> I don't know if that's in there, but <laughs> that was so maybe, great. Maybe it's going to be there. <laughs> oh, man, that was so amazing. And my roommate would walk in at the perfect time every time for him to just, Majima to just be doing something super weird. Were you embarrassed? <laughs> No, I was so I was laughing my ass off, and she was like, "What is happening? Okay. Why is he in a stripper outfit?" <laughs> so, um, last piece of news. <sighs> this one is painful. <sighs> so, Konami, and and you you already know where I'm going. Uh, I think I do. Konami like announced. So let's like, talk about Bloodstained, right? <laughs> no. They announced Castlevania Grimoire of Souls for iOS. Oh man! I mean, I've been defending. This is them not a pachinko machine. No, I've been defending them because you know that they're, they're developers that do work and whatnot. So I don't like when people say "f Konami" and whatnot. I really don't because it's kind of disrespectful. That you know, but uh, sometimes it seems but they're, they're not doing helping. The purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're really not helping. And it's more multiplayer based, so free to play well. multiplayer. So yeah. Why are you not using your IPs for something interesting for consoles or PC or whatnot? You literally have Silent Hill. You got. No, don't say Silent. Don't say Silent. No, don't say. Too too soon. I know. Yeah, I know. Let's make a pachinko machine out of it. That'll that'll get the kids excited about Silent Hill again. The kids. Pachinko machine for like fifty years old people. Yeah, (laughs) the kids. Funny thing is that Um, pachinko. The pachinko industry has been declining a ton in Japan. So you, you see less and less people inside those parlors. I never, I never actually set foot inside those because they're kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've never been there. No, I haven't, but I've seen like the little balls and I've seen pictures and I'm like, hmm. Well, I have no idea how you play that, to be honest. You get like, you get, like these little engraved balls and then you put them in a machine and then it's like, I don't know. There is Pachinko and then there is Pachi's Slot, which is more similar to slot machines. Yeah. But yeah, those people, those places are kind of scary. Like, but I, I don't know. I, I, I can't enter there. There are two places I, can't I don't enter go there. into. There are two places You're like I don't a vampire, go in Japan. pachinko vampire. There are two places I don't go in Japan. One in pachinko parlors, and the other one are maid cafes. 
Except for that one time. Well, that I wasn't never amazing. went. <laughs> I never. Well, I'm went talking to... about the the uh, My Hero Academia. But that, that wasn't, wasn't the maid cafe. Yeah, it was a themed cafe. It was. It was no just filled with females. It was yeah, but that was like customers. There was no maids inside. Okay. <laughs> there was no maid doing like the little spell, kill, kill, whatever. No. Oh God. And I know about that only from anime, by the way. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> you keep you keep sticking to your story. <sighs> All right. Oh Do man. Do you have any news of your own, or, or shall we go into the living remarks? Ah. Uh... I think that's about it. We had a lot of exciting news. I mean, Final Fantasy VII and then all of this. So I think we're yeah, good. We're good. We can, we can just go into the quitting remarks because we're done for today. The quitting remarks. Yeah, because I'm quitting. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, basically, uh, we're done for today. So thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, supporting us. Uh, I know it's, uh, listening for an hour is a long time. So thank you a lot for the all the time you dedicate to us. We're going to try to improve. Uh, with time, we both are newbies, uh, newbies at podcasting. So I hope you are enjoying it. So if you enjoyed it, if you're on YouTube, please add a subscribe and like if you can, because that helps makes you, uh, makes you feel that you actually like what you, what we're doing. Uh, comment on the site, on YouTube, whenever you, anywhere you comment, tell us what you want, what you don't want, what you think is good, what you think is bad. So thank you very much for supporting us. So this is Giuseppe Nelva and I'm out. And, is, and what about yeah. you? And this is Emily Hobbs and I'm out and thank you all for tuning in. Bye bye. Bye.